You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Doc, this is not the first episode of 2020, right? No, no. But it's the first 2020-based episode, correct? Uh, Yeah, I think that's probably fair to say. We're talking about things relevant to this year. Okay, sure. Welcome to Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. We are also on Instagram and Facebook. Um, ClockRadioSpeakers.com is no longer powered by Tumblr, but you can still get our previous uh, 300 some odd episodes there. Um, dog. 300 episodes, one day, I'm going to like go through this intro smoothly. I am. We're I on said Spotify, we're on Apple oh, Podcasts, right. yes. we're on iHeartRadio, yes. we're, we're, we're everywhere, except yes. you know where, because you know why. You know why. Do we like formally announce iHeartRadio? We did, right? I, it's, I don't even know if people really listen to that, but yeah, I'll, go for it. Knock yourself out. <sighs> oh, you modeling my... <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's it sucks because I really want to get into Quest Love's podcast. The the couple episodes that I heard were really good and really nerdy. Yeah. But like he first he was on Pandora. Oh, we're on Pandora too. Okay, shout out to Pandora. I think. But we're everywhere. <laughs> we're literally everywhere. But he was only on Pandora. It's the exclusive oh, deal, which yeah. is cool. He was only on Pandora and now he's only on iHeartRadio. So I get the exclusivity. I get it, but also like I don't know. It's weird. Isn't that lazy, though? Like, look at how lazy we are in 2020. Like, I don't know if I want to download that app. (laughs) No, I mean, people are wary of, like, all the different places you have to go to get all your media, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we, we, people will sort of, people will make do with it on the video side of things because we just have accepted that. But, like, the exclusivity side of things on music streaming services went away pretty much real fast, right? Like, three years, three, four years ago, that was, like, the thing. Yeah. But now... With like rare occasions, it's like, no, not really. Like you have to be everywhere. And for podcasts, like I think, you know, I don't know. I don't, it's like, oh, I got to go here for this and I got to go here for that. And it, yeah, that's not really what people want. You know, that's not how people consume audio, right? They just want the one thing. In fact, Spotify is going the other direction, which is like, well, they're pulling, like Spotify is like, no, no, no. You can play all your podcasts through Spotify if you want. Oh, and by the way, we're going to have exclusive stuff. Like, I think if you're going to do exclusivity on the audio side, you have to have enough of it tied in together to make it worthwhile. Yeah. I think it's really hard unless it's like the biggest of the big name. Like it's really hard to get like somebody to download something otherwise they that they otherwise would not need. Yeah. I mean, that's why we, you know, I love y'all who are listening, but like we don't have like a clock radio speakers app that you need to download to listen because like that's crazy. We need to be wherever you want us, wherever you want to hear us, you know? You know, do you think that apps, like, like, does there need to be a clock radio speakers app? Like, do you think no. that's the way to go? Okay. What are we going to Because people still, t- people still, like, come to me with that idea. Yeah, we could develop an app for it. And I'm like, what are we going to do with an app? What? What, do you, what, are, what, are, what are people going to do with an app? Download it. Use it. Like, listen to the episodes? Okay. Yeah. They can do that this right is- now in their podcast app. We're going to have, like, little updates? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get it. I get it. I get it for some entities, but like, are they, you know, should it be like an artist basic? Cause that was a thing, right? Like download the big Sean app. (laughs) (laughs) And really it was just like links to other places where you would get stuff. Right. Well, yeah, basically. So whatever. All right. Doc's here. Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, everybody? You can follow me on Twitter if you want, at Doc underscore Beats, S9Z, or just follow the show at CRS Podcast. I am also on the grams that are instant uh, at Doc underscore Beats there as well. Every so often, I post some new beats. That's it. That's what's going on. Cool. How you doing, man? Cool. I'm good, man. I'm good. Super busy, but I, I, I cannot complain. How about yourself? Oh, you know, just looking at these Grammy uh, award winners and trying to trying to figure out what, what the heck everybody was thinking. Oh, we want to start there. Let's start there. You want to, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm riffing. You want to start with the Grammys? Sure. Um, your your girl Alicia Keys hosted. She did. 
Um, she got on the piano and started talking about vibes and energy. And <laughs> I generally was waiting for her to like have hashtag ads. So I knew it was an Instagram sponsored post. <laughs> um, you know, it's not uh, for me, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, you ever try sleeping with a broken heart? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, did you see, did you see what, uh, what, uh, Swiss did for, I think her anniversary or her birthday or something like that. No. What, what did he do? So he um, got, he basically bought her a business of her own teas that would be sold in a Tivana. Oh, okay. Guess, that's a, that's, a, that's a big flex, right? So, okay, that's cool. But guess what the name of the teas are? Oh, man. You're, you're, you're a smart guy. I think you can figure this out. I don't, I don't think so. What do you got? Alicia Teas. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those times when I wish we had a video podcast so people could just see the blank, the blank look on my face as I process Alicia T's. God. <laughs> this is why we need a video. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> we need a video podcast for moments like that. Yes. Alicia T's? Yeah. Oh, no. That's what it's come to? Yeah, that's where we are. It's her version of Rap Snacks. It's the it's the vibes and energy Rap Snacks. Vibes and energy. <laughs> well, you have a, yo, if you have potato chips that are flavored vibes and energy... <laughs> Oh, you know that's gonna smell a little funky. <laughs> oh, you said, yo, you said, you said you and Marissa do yoga, right? We, it's been a while, but yeah, we've done it. We've done it. Okay, do have y'all done hot yoga? Yeah, that's the kind we did, bruh, man. I, okay, so I think it's different because it's just like if you go to the gym and. You know, while you're playing, you don't really, you don't smell yourself. Maybe once you get out of the environment, you're <laughs> oh, like, whoa. So I, I think I've told this story in the show b- before, but like I was, I was talking to this girl and we were walking and she said, we were downtown, we were walking and she's like, hey, I need to stop by the yoga spot real quick and whatever she had to do. So I walk in there with her and, they're, and we're in the middle of a hot yoga session. That is far and away the worst smell <laughs> I've ever walked into in my entire life. It smelled like vibes and energy. Vibes and energy. Yeah, crazy. So yeah, so uh, you know, um, Alicia Keys was the host. I think people generally were fine with with her with her like performance. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I didn't hear any. Um, I didn't hear any backlash for her, um, which I, is I, I think I think for award shows, no news is good news when it comes to the host. How did you feel about her bringing out Boys to Men to do the uh, do the little Kobe? tribute it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday um i think if you're i mean god if you're on last minute notice and you're able to get boys to men i mean that's pretty good yeah i'm cool with it yeah it it was all right it it actually kind of worked um so we'll get to the hip-hop stuff in a second but overall the biggest winner of the night was definitely Billie eilish friend of the show that we talked about extensively for sure for sure yeah um she had one of those nights that the grammys has from time to time we're like, there's. You could tell that the that the industry is like, yeah, you're you the, you're it. It's your time, right? Um, because she won basically. I mean, she won best new artist, and then she won the big three, right? She won record of the year, album of the year, and song of the year. Hmm. I feel like don't they have that every year? Doesn't somebody clean up every year? That's a that's a big cleanup. Like, I think someone said like she's the first person to win that plus best new artist since like 1981. Hmm. It's a pretty big cleanup because like if you think about like even, you know, that that famous photo of Lauren Hill clutching all those Grammys. Yeah. That's because like, you know, she's also winning like she's cleaning up in the R&B categories, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas like Billie Eilish did not clean up in the pop categories, you know, or anything like that. You know, she got best, she got like best pop vocal album, but like Lizzo beat her for pop solo performance and which is weird. Like, you know, Lizzo beat bad guy for best pop solo performance and then bad guy wins record of the year over the same Lizzo song because you know sure why not (laughs) um Uh, okay so I guess to me one of the themes of the Grammys and trying to figure this out is like because you see like Lizzo stuff is like scattered across different categories Tyler um who won for best rap album but didn't really i mean he got the one grammy but you know he had a really strong album what i would consider not a very strong year for music so 
to have, to have, first of all, to call that a rap album is kind of weird. Like, I think we're, we're definitely at this place now where it's like, the Grammy is so divided by genres because historically that's how, how the music industry has, has been, right? That's how radio has been. Mm-hmm. But that's just not the way it really is anymore. Like, that Tyler album is not a rap album. Yeah, we we talked about that. Right. And like that Lizzo album, I don't know, you can call it a lot of things. You can call it pop, I guess. You might call it R&B. Like, I listen to Billie Eilish and, I hear, and I'm like, is that even pop? I don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? Not not good. Not good. Not a fan. <laughs> I'm not crazy about it. Yeah. Listen, it's not for me though. It's definitely not for me either. But I don't know. I just think like I don't know if they'll ever change because it's the Grammys and it's super traditional. But like And they're too stuck in their ways. They never change. <laughs> but like, I don't know. What, what did you think about what Tyler said about about the Grammys this year? Um I I I think it was a very mature uh, response. I, I think that he has. I think he makes some valid points. You know, just sticking him in a. I, I think okay. So I think that on one hand, saying, you know, feeling like urban is another term for the N word or black or whatever. Totally valid. One hundred percent. It's it's also just true, right? I mean, yeah, it, absolutely. It's called urban radio, but before that, in the like even as late as like the mid eighties, it was called black radio. Black radio, yeah. So we got black radio, urban radio, and or we got urban, all these categories. And then I think, so he makes this album, to your point, he makes this album, it's Igor, it's not necessarily hip hop, like in a traditional sense. And, you know, he feels like he should have been in the pop category, which he should have. Um, I think it brings up the question of when rappers say that they evolve that they're evolving as artists, that it tends to go, that tends to mean I'm not rapping. Mm. Okay. And I think that's, I think that's something that needs to be uh, looked into. You know, it's like, it's like, well, then how much do you value hip hop? Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you're like, Oh, look at me, how I'm evolving. And you're just, and this is not, it's not a knock on Tyler. But I, I think that's a larger point. I hear that a lot from people, you know, and I'm just like that. That's the bigger concern to me. Like, OK, so now all of a sudden you should. So what you're saying is, is you shouldn't be in these other categories or you shouldn't be in. You should be in more than hip hop because you weren't rapping, whereas you were rapping. Right. Not as much, but you were rapping. And also I should be in those other categories. Mm. Right, like Ariana Grande, nobody said, nobody talks about her like, oh yeah, she's evolving towards hip hop more. Exactly, exactly. Like she's singing rapping half the time. 100%. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not rolling so much. Not rolling? Mm-mm. I mean, I agree with Tyler, but I think that there's a larger conversation to be had. I think it's super interesting. I mean, are there artists, so are there examples of folks who have evolved within hip hop that you think don't get maybe credit or called out for it? Um, man, I probably should have uh, researched that. No, I, I you get, so I mean, so like, um, like content wise, right? People will say like, well, Jay has evolved, right? Like he yes. has matured. Yes, not quite the same thing. You could say that Afonte has evolved, mm-hmm. um, incorporating other uh, genres of music. Two biggest, two biggest artists in the world. You could say Drake and Kanye have evolved. Oh, Kanye has definitely evolved, but nobody ever. Everybody just says, "Oh, he switched up his sound." No, though, that's an evolution, bro. It's to say the least. Yeah, he's evolved times over. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think those are artists to answer your question. Um, that you know should should. Um, a Drake album, and I'm sure it has. Has a Drake album ever been nominated for like a pop album? No, but but the thing is, has he ever submitted for pop? There it is. Right, like I'm guessing what happened is Tyler submitted for probably pop or whatever else, and they just didn't put it there. Yeah, and and I mean, can we? You know, I don't I don't think this is tinfoil hat talk, but like, you know, I feel like the Grammys are definitely like a lot of politics. And I'm sure Tyler probably, you know, or his team and or his team met with who they believe are the right people, shook hands, kissed babies, developed relationships with the people that they felt could get them into those pop doors. And maybe it didn't happen for him. They're not allowed to say that 
because you know the Grammys is strictly a a talent and merit based oh, award course. show. Of course, you know. So, but maybe maybe that's their frustration too, where it's these other things that these other things like race and you know played a factor, but ultimately it was you know we tried to develop these relationships and they didn't pan out the way that we hoped for them to. And now what do we do? We got a we got a rap album. We got a rap Grammy. Great, but clearly Tyler was going for you know more. But it's the last thing I'll say, and then I'm done. The Grammys does this a lot, especially with rap artists. Most recently, Kendrick. They do this all the time where they'll miss it, and then they'll give you like the makeup. I feel like the NBA does that with the MVP award sometimes too. I mean, you can argue they did it. You know, to someone who has passed now, right? Nipsey gets two Grammys. One hundred percent. When we were one hundred percent. When we were talking about the Grammy no- nominees and trying to say who could win what category, you and I both looked at his two nominees and said, "You know, they might." Yeah. And it wasn't because we thought that "Higher" was an incredible song, right? And that's, you know, th- so like, this is yeah. one thing I struggle with, right? Okay. Okay. So like, when. I saw like social media, like people were like, oh yeah, Nipsey got a Grammy, Nipsey got a Grammy. And I'm always like, all right. So like when someone has passed, Mm -hmm. are we not allowed to ask the question that everybody wants to ask, which is really that Nipsey song was the best. (laughs) Are we sure? Oh, no, I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, continue making your point, please. Like whether it's, popularity or yes i understand what is good and what is bad is sort of subjective but like no like coming into the nomin before we saw the nominees from last year nobody thought to themselves hey you know what i can't wait to listen to more of is higher <laughs> that's just not that's just it, it didn't capture the zeitgeist anyway it didn't wasn't like prominent in the culture aside from you know of course the moment like right after he passed and there are a lot of memories there but like folks like you and i who look who looked at these nominees like we were handicapping basically basically going yep that could be likely but it was because we knew that people would want to honor the memory absolutely yeah absolutely because those songs sound different now that he's gone you Hmm. know it's it's what they're doing with kobe right now right we're gonna get there all these quotes and this what happens with anybody who dies that that people don't hate is you find all these quotes and all these things and you try to extract like this deeper meaning uh of it where it doesn't mean that it didn't have value when it was initially said, but now it has more weight on it because the person has passed. Mm. Um, and so hearing racks in the middle, particularly the second verse, you know, uh, you say how you dived, you've been gangbanging for 30 years, something like that. I know I messed that line up, but stuff like that, you know, all the times, you know, Tupac was talking about death so much and now, and then he died and then it was weird. And, you know, that's just another example of that. Uh, these these two Nipsey records. So yeah, they're not the best Nipsey records. And dare I say, I think a lot of people slept on Racks in the Middle when it first came out. It was a Lucy. Um, and then when he died, now it has an ominous feel to it. And I think that helps. And then it, it goes into this whole thing of like morality and people saying, look at what we did. And again, to your point, honoring the family. But it's like, again, it's not it's not the what, it's the why. You're, you're Sure, you're honoring the family, but why? You know what I'm saying, are you doing it because you want to honor them? Or are you doing it because the song is great? Or are you doing it because you want to pat yourself on the back? And dare I say, a lot of public honoring goes into that third point more than oh, the first two. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Uh, the thing that's interesting <laughs> about this is like this is a relative. This feels like a recent phenomenon. Like I should actually go look this up. So like, let's see, Biggie. So Tupac. 96. So all eyes on me would up. So now let me look up the 97 Grammys. Yeah. So like 97 Grammys. Boy, what? Listen, look at this lineup. This is amazing. Okay. So uh, nominee. So for best rap performance by a duo or group, you get the you get Crossroads. Mm-hmm. Pac is nominated twice for California Love and How, How Do You Want It. Mm-hmm. And then you get once again and a Salt and Pepper record I've never heard of in my life called Champagne. Okay. Bone Thugs won. Because of course Crossroads was one of the most successful songs ever. Mm-hmm. Cool. Best rap album. You've got Mr. Smith. <laughs> You've got Gangsta's Paradise. Wow. You've okay. got Tribe, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Okay. You've got All Eyes on Me. And you've got the yep. score. 
Yep. Fuji's won. Of course they did. Pac is the biggest rap artist of 1996. Yeah. Like, he has two albums that come out. He dominates the conversation for most of the year. And he has a very famous, very notable and untimely death. He didn't win a single Grammy. Yeah. And so uh, it's not to say that they have to be the same, but it's just like things have definitely changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. just thought that was interesting. I was curious. Um, so aside from uh, the two Nipsey records, uh, let's see. Uh, 21 Savage and J. Cole won for a lot. They did. We talked about that being a possibility. Because people were, I mean, I think people like that song and people mm-hmm. like J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, we said Tyler won Best Rap Album. The other yeah. uh, nominees were YBN's album, uh, 21 Savage's album, Meek Mill, and then the Dreamville compilation. Yep. Not that surprising. Yep. I think that was a layup. Yep. Uh, on the R&B side of things, let's see what we got. Um, Anderson. Mean, uh, yep. Anderson Pac won. Oh, Andre 3000 won another Grammy. Good for Andre. Yeah. Anderson Tupac, yep. Anderson Pac won. Uh, basically, Anderson and Lizzo cleaned up in these categories. Yep, yep. Shout out to PJ Morton because that Say So song is really, really dope. Um, so congrats to them. As you look throughout, like, through who was nominated and who actually won, any any major surprises stick out to you? I want to know if this Ventura album, if this Anderson Pac album is the Dre album or if, or if it's the Sorry Y'all. <laughs> can, you, can you say that in Dr. Dre's voice? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Did he say that? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let's see. Uh, discography. Yeah, this is the Sorry, y'all. Yeah, because Oxnard is the. Yeah. That's the Dre album. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what do you know? He wins a Grammy for that. <laughs> he wins a Grammy for the Sorry, y'all album. Interesting. I mean, it was the better album, so. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you got LMA's album, PJ Chicago Kid, PJ Moore, and Lucky Day. Like, yeah, that was that was his to win. Um, Ella, you know, you maybe can make a case for LMA, but she was pretty quiet. In 2019, yeah. even though like her music from 2018 carried into 2019. Um, okay, did you already do best rap performance? You talked about that one. Already, yeah, I mean, right? we talked about so racks in the middle one. So yeah, I I might have thought. I mean, I didn't think that the baby was gonna win. I really didn't think the Dreamville compilation was gonna win. But Middle Child, I think Middle Child had a shot. Yeah, and Clout just because people are like Offset, Cardi. I know them. Yep. 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 Okay, and then rap song performance. That's right. I was I was I was hot about or I was hyped for the uh for the London. Yeah. Um, I, I mean Drip Too Hard had like a very, very, very long life, but I just did you know, looking at everybody else on that list, I just can't imagine the Grammys putting little baby and gun up on stage. <laughs> Not yet. Oh boy. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Right, but I you're mean, right, like the London, it's a lot of names that Grammy people know. Mm-hmm. They could have did. They could have did Panini. Sure. Well, you know, Lil Nas X, he won, but he didn't win a lot. He won a couple. No pun intended. <laughs> he he won a couple, but yeah. But uh, man, that best new artist category, like it's a lot of big names for a best new artist category, right? Like in any other year, Lizzo or Lil Nas X would have won. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Tank and the Bangers are gonna be here in a, in a couple weeks. Yeah. That's your yeah. new. Fa- that's your new favorite. I've never heard a Tank and the Banger song before in my life. I thought it was like, like Tank Tank. Like maybe I deserve. Please don't go Tank. And <laughs> wait, what and was that group he was bangers. a member of? Huh? What was the group that Tank was in? Oh, uh, TGT. Yes, TGT. Tank. Uh, tank. Gen- uh, that was about calling genuine Gen- and Gemini. Tyrese. Yes, I remember the other two. I forgot about Tank. <laughs> yeah, Tank was the third member. Yep, he's the third man in the NWO. <laughs> yep. Um, what'd you think of Tyler's performance? Uh, classic Tyler. Um, right. He starts off with the really smooth, he's got boys to men and Charlie Wilson singing earthquake. And then, so to, to cut you off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, I think that was their way of Tyler must've already had boys to men there. Definitely. Definitely. So they're like, Hey, can you sing it's so hard real quick for Kobe? And they're like, yeah, sure. Right, which of course led led Marissa and I'm guessing multiple other people to be like, "What happened to the fourth guy in Boys to Men again?" Everybody forgot about that. Oh, um, man, scoliosis. scoliosis. Um, and um, so yeah, so he starts off with that, and I was like, I was just like Marissa and I, we were just like, we were in our element. We're, we were just like, we were like, we are so here for this. Like, yeah. I'm so ready. And then I was like, and then and then he and then the other melody comes in, and I was like, wait, is he gonna do New Magic Wand like at the Grammys? 
But that's classic Tyler, right? Like he's going to give you the sweet with the sour. I wonder if he would have been better suited to do I think. I mean, I think would have been amazing. Yeah. But I think he really want I don't know. I he probably <laughs> he probably felt some kind of way about performing at the Grammys anyway. No, I I think is a song that on the album it's good, but it doesn't stick out the way it sticks out live. Like <laughs> You do you do you remember did that song not go up in Boston? That's what I mean. What I'm saying, sorry, if I'm not saying that clearly, the way that song sticks out live is ridiculous. Okay. On the record, it's good, but it doesn't stick out. Ah, uh, I like it. I, don't know if, I like I don't know it. I'm rolling with that. But live, it's at a whole other level. It is. It is. Like it, to me, it's the yeah, crowd yeah. control is ridiculous. Yes, I agree with you. I mean, I don't know, like. The cr- like a Tyler crowd goes so crazy for that. I do wonder, like, how does that transfer to the Grammys? Where like it's not necessarily a Tyler crowd. Yeah. Like when we when we saw him live in Boston, like every time he did the four ad lib or the skate ad lib at the beginning, everybody was shouting it along with him. Yes. Whereas like I don't know if that's gonna happen at the Grammys. Oh no 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 not not I mean people are gonna be at home doing it and right. I think that's o- I think that's okay though. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I um, think that's okay. I think New Magic Wand is the kind of song that when you can get the distortion and everything kind of carefully calculated in the studio can work. But sure. for me, live, it's a little much. But that's because I'm and an I, old man. And that <laughs> seems to be the response that I, I saw from people who weren't aware of Tyler, yeah. a.k.a. Facebook. Right. They're like, what is this? Who is this? Yeah. Huh? What, is, what is this? Oh. Right, right, right. Meanwhile, we're like, I think we're just happy, happy for him because he's there. Um versus yeah him doing all the crazy stuff that or what he could have done yeah i think i think he should have did i think he could have even just kept going with earthquake and done like an extended like breakdown at the end like he could have really he could have done other things that wouldn't have been my wouldn't have been my number one choice yeah 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 and then he could have introduced a confused america to playboy cardi (laughs) how'd you feel (laughs) how'd you feel about um how'd you feel about his um his, uh, his nod to Eminem with all the different uh, Igors. Yeah, I mean, it's better than the Eminem thing. The Eminem thing was, if you go back and watch it, it's just terrible. <laughs> I mean, it was, a, it was a moment before we knew to call it a moment. Sure. But, uh, but no, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I mean, it's also yeah. like he was selling the wig and the costume like online before. So like, it didn't surprise me. I told you that there was a guy at the concert who clearly was super uh, who had the I mean he had the suit and the and the wig. Yeah, that's a little much. Right, what can you do? All right, anything else you want to say about the Grammys? Nah, let's keep, let's keep moving. All right. Uh what are we going to talk about next? Uh we can talk about some music cuz I'm assuming you want to we we want to talk about Kobe at the end. You can. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going <laughs> to just going to throw you out there like you can. We can save Kobe for the end. Yeah, okay. let's save Kobe for the end. You want to talk about your man Nazir Jones? Speaking of the Grammys, <laughs> you mean Nazir? You mean Lil Nazir Jones X or actually <laughs> Nazir Jones? I mean Nazir Jones. Okay, um, nasty to Nas, Nas to Escobar to Nas X. Uh, so he jumps on the remix to Rodeo. <laughs> Y'all right? I'm just thinking about Nas evolving to Lil Nas X. <laughs> All right, my bad. Okay, remix to Rodeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. So I listened to that today. Yep, as did I. And I was I and I was like, all right, I've heard this song before. So let me fast forward to Nas's part. And I was cringing. I was waiting, and I was like, this is gonna be terrible. But you know mm. what? I think Nas sounds good on this. Nas is not my problem with this song. What's your problem with this song? I mean, it's just a clear. We talked about this, I believe. We probably did when we reviewed this album. It's yeah. like this is clearly Columbia saying, "Hey, Old Town Road, another one of those." Right. Well, Cardi B's on the original of this, right? Oh, she is. She, Why'd they cut? Well, because this way have... they can do the Nas and Nas. Like on the cover, it says Nas X. It says Nas space X space Nas. But then there's other records on the album, though, that you could have did. Like, I'm sure that Cardi feature wasn't cheap. So for you to just clip Cardi and say, we're going to do we're going to use Nas. Like, you know, was Cardi maybe not available for the video? Like, I don't know. You know, like there's there's other records that Nas could have could have done. If if Cardi's on the original, I'm saying if right. Cardi's on the original, get him you know on Panini. 
Yeah, but I pro- they prop they're probably done with Panini. Yeah. I know they're for a second I was like, wow, Columbia Records, they really hooked up the Nas thing, and I was like, no, he's not Columbia anymore. <laughs> he's not. I think isn't he still on Def Jam? Yeah, he's still on Def Jam. Woof. Um I, yeah, I was honestly like pleasantly surprised by Nas. I was like, he sounds kind of like modern and Nasish. Nasish. It it worked way better than I thought it was going to. Yeah, I think he he fi- he figured it out. Hmm. He figured it out. That kind of that takes that takes a little bit. Sometimes that kind of tempo for Nas. Eh. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about the um, the March Madness remix. Yeah, he was trying to figure it out. I think he 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 gets by on that because it's Nas in a future record and people like that song. And that like you know, fi- it's kind of hard like for him. Fifteen to years ago? No, five years ago. Sorry, March five. Ma- yeah. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> 15 years ago is like the bridge 2001. <laughs> it's 2030 over here, man. What you talking about? I know. It's crazy out here. So, I mean, yeah, all in all, like, all right, sure. I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't need it, but yeah. I didn't hate Nas on, I didn't hate Nas on this record. I agree with you. I think he did his thing on it. You know, what we forgot to talk about when What's we were that? talking about Tyler. Yes. He's, he put out some Lucy's at the end of the, at the end of the year. Yes. But they are now widely available on streaming services. Yes, yes, yes. He tends to leak music on his YouTube first, and yeah. then it just quietly makes its way to streaming services. Um, so it was Best Interest, which I believe he said was a Igor. It's definitely uh, leftover. Igor leftover. Yeah, absolutely. And then there was a uh, Group B, which I think he said he was just rapping. Jesus. Both of those records are hard. Yeah, I like both um, of them. Group B. Yeah, both of them are God. Yeah, Group B. He's in a different. He's in a different space on Group B. Like, I think that's the problem. I think that's what, what brings up my point about evolving, meaning like I'm rapping less. And I said this when he dropped uh, his Kanye freestyle a couple years ago. Like, Tyler is rapping at a very, very high level. Yeah. Like, very high level. Like, he's a really good rapper. Um, the record he did with, with ASAP, 435. Like, he's... Yeah. He, yeah. When he wants to go there, even there's the record on the um on the the ASAP compilation. I can't think of the name of it, but he just like, I mean, literally everybody from Odd Future and ASAP is on the record. He oh, just comes yeah, through and yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. he just kills everybody. Yeah, it's it's and I don't I know this might be blasphemous to some. I don't care, but it's almost like Jay and ninety eight esque, where like, mm. and what I mean by that is when Jay would get on those records, yep. he was just like he knew what he was about to do. There's a there's an arrogance that Tyler has on these records. Yes. Um, that I think in interviews you talked about an interview that he did with uh was that the Rick Rubin interview? Yeah, yeah, the Rick Rubin podcast. That you yeah. you you weren't crazy about that because his arrogance was very much like, hey, look at me, look at what I did. But on a rap record, that I mean, arrogance it's, it's kind of what you want. Works. It's what you need. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I I, I'm, I probably was pretty hard on it because I'm pretty hard on everything. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I just remember almost being more like taken aback. Like he has no time for the sort of modesty or sort of like humbleness that we expect people to show. Mm-hmm. Like he knows he's good. And right now, like, yeah, he's it. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. And no, that group B record. Oh my God. Both are fire. So if you guys have streaming services, um, I actually like the best interest video, even though it's just him on a boat. I just like it. I really hate this. Like, as a you know, as someone who's creative, like man, is is just freaking overthinking content, and then it's like, oh yeah, hey, we have this song and we're on this boat. Let's shoot this video real quick. Like, it's so easy to do it, and it's 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 enough. It doesn't need to be like this big production. I think it just it works. Okay. I was trying to think of the first song. This is the last thing I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to think of the, the song that made me like a believer in Tyler, or that made me say, "Oh, this isn't a weird kid that worships the devil and eats roaches." Uh, let's see. So it I, probably would have been on. It was. Wolf? It was Wolf. Yep. It was, was Wolf. It, I was it. I hate you. N- yeah, I've never liked that song. Really? Yeah, I'm not crazy about that song. Um. Oh, you know what it is? Hmm. It's. Party isn't over, campfire, Beamer. It's Beamer. Yes, it's Beamer. Because there was a snippet, there was a video snippet for Beamer on his YouTube. Yeah. And when that chord switch happens mm-hmm. and Frank comes in, yep. And you're like, that wait, was you're like, wait just a minute. Yeah, wait, where's Chad and where's Pharrell? Right. 
Speaking of Chaz and Pharrell. Oh yeah, Chaz, they're they're Chaz. Chaz. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they uh, you know, they're apparently trying to have a big uh, big 2020. I hope so, man. I'm here for it. This the little snippet of that Megan the Stallion record was uh not bad. Not bad at all. Had some not potential. bad at all. Did you hear her new record? Uh the the B word record? Yeah, that's right. I heard a I heard a piece of it, but and then it sounds w- like once you realize what it what it remakes, you're like, nah. Nah, what it remake? Oh, you should play it right now. All right, hold on, let me play it. You'll rec- you should recognize it immediately. I mean, the record that I thought she she sampled on uh, Big Old Freak was not the record that. Oh, I, this is pretty obvious. Yeah. All right, let's go. Keep it real with you. Real hot girl shit. Oh. oh. <laughs> I heard a okay. I heard a snippet. I didn't hear it from the beginning. Once you hear the notes, you're like, wait a minute. Oh man! <laughs> Come on! All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. What other music is there to discuss? We've got some albums to talk about. We do. Oh lord, we got we got your man Marshall Mathers. Yep. We got Mac Miller. Yep. We got Dreamville. Jesus. Yeah, we're not going to get done by 9 o'clock. We can move. It's We've got 51 minutes. Let's go. Um, do you want to start with any one of these in particular? I think we can get Mac Miller out the way. I think it's hard for me to listen to and appreciate his music. Hmm. Okay. At my core, I like to think that I'm a relative, relatively happy and an optimistic person. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. I, I recognize I'm probably at least mildly delusional. <laughs> right we all have times when we're not happy sure. or when we're down and absolutely but like and i just get it was funny i had good conversations with the folks i work with about this um when i'm like feeling down or if i'm not happy i don't want to listen to music that makes me still feel sad yeah like when i'm feeling kind of down i'm putting on music that makes me feel like i want to run through a brick wall a little Rage Against the Machine? You know, Faramanch, No Mercy. Basically, get some MOP in there, maybe some 98 DMX. Like, something that makes me want to just, like, you know, gets me yeah. going a little bit. Gets me yeah. out of, like, for me, it's like, I'm trying to snap myself out of it. Yeah. That's not my relationship with music. But I know that some people, when, like, they want, like, their way of processing through things is to, like, live in that space with music that is, like, what they're feeling at that time. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily that way. So I don't really connect with his music or at least his later music in that, you know, because I'm just not really there with him. Mm-hmm. And then I think there's also like, again, ready to be canceled here. Um, there's just the fact of his singing, which is not my taste, I'll say. Oh, you can't say I'm about to, I'm about to get canceled and then give that soft take. He's not a good singer. I mean, J. Cole's not a good singer. So, I mean, and like, true. who is a good singer? Who, who's a, which one who of these is rappers a is a singer? good singer? Who's a good singer? And coming from the guy who, 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 who loves Mayor Hawthorne's first album, I don't have a leg to stand on, right? Ah, there you go. But it's the way that he is singing and the music and the vibe, like everything all together, it's just not, not music for me. Not my, no, it's not. It's just no. It's not really what I want. I feel like, this is not to say he makes music for teenagers because that's not true at all. But I feel like when I was more in my feels, yeah, as a teenager, this might have connected with me in some way, but I just don't connect. I did like Blue World. I like that song in here. I like that beat. Okay. I like the way that's constructed. But no, it's just not for me. How do you feel about this? I couldn't do it. Mm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, much in the same vein as you. I, I think on the other side of that, like, when I was more led by my emotions and uncertainty and fear and all those things gave way to depression and sadness and gloom and all that stuff, um, you know, I would get in my depression bag. God, listen to my music. Um, and now that I'm not there anymore, I think that's just a sign of like, it's, it's a little immature. It's a little immature to go there. Like, I think I think you have to feel. I always tell people feel your feelings, feel them, 
but like don't wallow you know what i'm saying and i can't listen to people wallow no matter how talented they are i can't wallow i just i just i think it's it's no i can't wallow especially not for a long period of time so yeah as i was listening to this album and also i listened to it (laughs) i messed up and listened to it like sunday night i think oh no (laughs) oh no Ah, I wasn't even thinking about it because we'll, I mean we'll get into the Kobe conversation, but like I wasn't even thinking about it when I put it on. I'm like, yo, we're we're recording this week. Let me make sure I got some time. Let me let me get through this album real quick. And I just I couldn't do it. I just could not do it. Couldn't do it. Um, and then also refused to do it because that was you know that was where I would go for a time in my life. And now that I'm not there anymore, I don't want to repeat any of the habits that caused me to do that so this has nothing to do with mac as far as his talent and potential and what he accomplished and him as an artist as a person like any of that stuff i always tell people i I like early mac miller rapidy rap you know tree jtv mac miller um people go nikes on my feet but what's the what's the mac record that sampled uh they use the same beat as the lord finesse joint he got sued for oh i forgot about that See, that's uh, what Kool-Aid, ha- Kool-Aid and frozen pizza. See, that's what happens. You know, I didn't, I didn't really reply to his email in a timely fashion. And then he had to go steal beats from other people. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yep. People like Nike's on my feet. Yeah, Nike's on my feet wasn't it. But yeah, Kool-Aid and frozen pizza was super, super dope. Um, I'll take that Mac all day. But like this, like this one, even the record, he's got a, he's got a live album with, uh, with, uh, with the internet that has some joints on there that are really good. They're mopey though. Yeah. But, one thing I want to give credit to for this album is that it doesn't sound copy and pasted together. It doesn't sound scrounged together yes. from leftovers. It sounds like a proper album. I agree. So, I mean, part of that is, right, it was largely completed before he passed. John Bryan came in to f- finalize it and put it together. Um, so it's not like they're, this is clearly, very clearly not a, hey, we've got this stuff lying around. Let's put it out for whatever reason, you know, whether you know, the estate needs money or, you know, to capitalize it. It's nothing like that. Yeah. Right. Now, obviously they want to make money, right? That's what they put it of out. Of course. But of course it sounds like, it sounds pretty close to like, this is something that he would have put out when he was alive. Sure. Which is so often not the case, right? Like, absolutely. You know, it's about like, um, like a biggie duets. Uh, yeah. Or, or Eminem producing an entire album for Tupac. Possibly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's on the yeah. list. Um, yeah. It's interesting. We were having the whole conversation earlier about like how evolving means that you have to start singing and look at Mac Miller. Yeah. Right. Starts getting a lot of love when he starts uh, singing. Yeah. Yeah. I think he also, I think he did it right. Right. I think he did do a, a decent balance of maintaining the rapping and just incorporating a lot of instrumentation. That's been a, that's honestly been a, a critique of mine. I've heard people say that as much as I rap, I should probably use more musicianship to break it up. Um, I get that, and I don't disagree with it. So I think Mac was just one of those people who was able to do that. Okay. But I don't think he was running around like Tyler saying, like, you know, I've right. evolved and whatever, whatever. But, That's true. Right. That's true. Let's keep it, let's keep it moving. Did did this Dreamville project need a director's cut? Listen, <laughs> autumn, autumn rappers they had <laughs> post that flyer, they better have 40 songs ready to go. <laughs> They better. So, actually, I, I have track by check notes on this, but um, I don't. Here's what's interesting. Like, so I'll say this: um, I am not as big on that Dreamville compilation as other folks, but me, me I know well. people really liked it. Mm-hmm. What's interesting to me is like I expected this to just be like a total like, well, we've got these. This is really just we're scrounging the bottom of the barrel. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are songs in here that are better than what was on the first version of the album. Yeah. I was like, huh. Like, Late Night is pretty good. Mm. I was like, oh, this is a good beat. This song? Like, what? What? Like, how did this not make it? Um, you know, there's some stuff on here that is, there's a lot of stuff on here that is just all right for me. Um, here's how I know I'm old and married. I, I'm listening to Passcode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I heard the hook and I was like, really? This is a song? <laughs> This is what people are worried about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Can I get... So, you know, I love when rappers... And by love, I mean, hey. When rappers uh, make music about making music. Um, How are you going to make a song called No Chorus that has a chorus? 
Yes. That's the first thing I thought of when I heard that record. You knew I was going to say something. Uh, and of course, I know you. Yes. <laughs> so Genius is trying, I looked it up. Genius is trying to be slick and they're like, well, this is a bridge. I was like, no. Nah. It's not a bridge. A first of all, how do you have a bridge without a hook? What are you bridging to? <laughs> right. Another verse? <laughs> Another verse? Except it's the same thing. Like, it's a chorus. Yeah, anyway. Um, but, I mean... Uh, Shaq and RZA infamously told us no that hook. we don't need no hooks. We don't need a hook, right? Dream said, "I don't need, I don't need a hook for this ish." Ah, he did, yeah. Um, so did Jay. So, I like late night on here. I like revenge. I like the beat. I think re. So, how do you feel? I don't know. We don't really talk about reason much in the show. Um, I don't know. I feel like he is fine typically but i really like yes. him on this song he's pretty like you got to get through some people to get to him which is true of a lot of stuff you're like there's there's just a lot of rappers on a lot of these songs it's a lot yeah i think that was that was my beef or that was the thing that i was trying to um uh like rationalize with jack harlow because mm. i feel like on paper i should like jid and reason but they don't really grab me yeah i was gonna ask you about jid yeah, they don't really grab me. It's, it's like technically I sh I should like them, but yeah, they don't. They they're not. I don't know. They just they don't. I don't know. They don't hit you. Yeah, that's fine. That happens, right? We don't have to like everybody. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like J right. I feel like I know people who are like, oh yeah, JID, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, yeah, sometimes he raps kind of fast. He's fine. Maybe maybe that's my problem. It's the rapping fast. You, you, you're, you're, you're sort of, you're like radar goes up because you're like, what's he trying to hide? Why is he rapping so fast? <laughs> Usually, when you're when you're rapping really fast, you are hiding skill set. Hmm. We're gonna talk about somebody who raps fast in just a bit, but um, is was there anything that stuck out on this uh, on this project to you? No. Okay. You know, I I listened to it and I was like, okay, this I liked it. I think sonically, I heard it. I liked it more than. Uh, the previous. Oh, something did stand out to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Ari Lennox sounds exactly like Erica. Erica Badu. Badu. Right, my here are my notes. Ari is really leaning into that Erica vibe, huh? <laughs> like that's so that's so crazy. I feel dismissive when I say, "Why would I listen to this artist when I can just listen to that artist?" Sure. But like Ari, as much love as she gets, I'm just like, I'll just go listen to Mama's Gun. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Not a fan. Wasn't huh? it? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't it for me. Unfortunately, mm. I would like for it to be, but mm. I, I, we don't get too many albums that get director's cuts. You'll get a. Yeah. You might get a deluxe, but that often, like, that'll either come around right after that, right, right when the actual album comes out with some bonus tracks, or you'll see like a super successful artist re like re-release their album with like an extra song that blew up later, right? Like Lizzo yeah. just did that with her album. She put. Was it Truth Hurts? That's one one of her yeah. big singles. I think it's Truth Hurts is actually from like three years ago or whatever. So they're re-releasing the album with that on it. But aside from that, you don't really get the like a year later. Hey, here you go. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. I think it was wise though. I mean, I think it worked. It's not a ton going on in January. Yeah. So get them streaming numbers up because they put it with the original version. Right. So now people are just gonna listen to the whole thing. That's a lot. Yeah, but you get sure. your streaming numbers get, up. Get get your streams up. Yep, absolutely. I think it for what it is, it works. It works. So good for them. We we're, we're racing through this. We're trying to get done in time. Do you want to talk about your man Marshall Mathers? <laughs> so we we were asked to review this last week, but we wanted to give it some time. I did want to give it some time because I I I I I didn't like the I didn't like the overall reaction to the album. What was the overall reaction to the album? Um. It was terrible. Wow. Why is Eminem doing this? Oh, okay. X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Sure. And and I I don't know. I just don't I don't like when reviews go to that place because I just, it was also it was too soon. It's like yo, it just came out. I yeah. I, mm, okay. I didn't I didn't like I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it. And then I started to hear other people text me and say, "Hey, there's some joints on this Eminem album." So who who are these people? I'm listen. I'm not doing this. I'm not putting them out. Okay on blast okay and i'm and i may agree with them oh right do you want to go track by track on this no okay <laughs> <laughs> you can and i can just chime in on the the couple of songs that i i want to speak to i will we'll, we'll go 
pretty quickly through some of this stuff then. So premonition, um, you know, the beat's not terrible, but M has like frozen him his like is frozen in time on sort of the idea that we all want to hear him talk about how he feels about how critics felt about the last album. Yeah. Yeah. That that was definitely off putting that being the first thing we, you talk about on the album. I mean he did and he did that on the last album. He did. That was the reason for the last album. <laughs> uh but you know, aside from that it actually wasn't ter- it's not a terrible song. I, I was surprised to see young uh young MA on a uh No nope. Nope. That's not her name. Not when, on this show. <laughs> surprised to see Young Ma on the Thank uh you. <laughs> on an Eminem album. Um let me let me go back to premonition oh, and just ahead. note that like the last maybe sixteen bars or so, M is wrapping his face off. He it takes him a long time to warm up, but yeah. once he warms up in the way he ends, he bodies that. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta give him props for that. It's not it's not bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so Young Ma. Yeah, like she's pretty forgettable on this record. I I didn't need this sort of sharp turn. I think M should have stayed in the rapidy rap vein for a little bit longer before he immediately goes to uh, in the club sipping bub. Oh man, in the club Eminem is real awkward. It's so awkward. It's, it's not good. We we've got it. It gets. I mean, there's some really awkward stuff happening later on this album. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, like the beat on unaccommodating is fine. Yeah, um, it's cool. M is not terrible actually, but like. <sighs> He really had a line about John Bonet on here. It's Eminem, 2020, man. Eminem doesn't leave the house. He's talking about Bin Laden. <laughs> he doesn't leave the house. And he's on Twitter all day, searching his name. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. You, how do you feel about you going to learn? Um, I'm not crazy about the hook. Yeah. Though that is, that's B-Works. Shout out to B-Works. Um, I like Royce and M on it. They're fine. Yeah, I like Royce and M on it. I think they save it. I'm not crazy about the beat, but there, I like M and Royce on there. Yeah, there's there's definitely stuff happening with this beat. Um, so, you know how Royce is producing now? <laughs> this is uh, this is Eminem, uh, Luis Resto, and uh, Royce. So... It's one of those things where it's like I'm listening to it and I'm reading the credits and I was like, it's very clear that this started off as a Royce song and then M decided to like just put stuff on top. It's like, oh, you know what we need here? Bigger drums. You know what we need? We need this. You know, it's that kind of move. Um, This song is okay. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm good. Speaking of Eminem in the club. Yes. You know, I was not expecting Eminem, DA Got That Dope, and Ed Sheeran. To be a combination. Um, yeah. This is a this is like honestly, it's a callback to like 2005 Eminem, 2004, like like 2004 Eminem, kind of. Yeah. Except it's to like his bad and cringeworthy singles. Yes. Boy, that fat Joe lean back, bring the lean back line was just woof. Mm. It's bad. Mm. It's bad. This is a. It's just. It's just bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's no good. That's my professional opinion. I don't know. What do you, th- do you feel any different? No, 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 no. no. I don't right. know. That's just like, yeah, no. Like all of these. Yeah, we can. We anything can. that's anything that's not him rapidly rapping. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need uh, relationship M. I don't need in the club well, M. And I don't need introspective M. So <laughs> I'm going to skip in too deep because that doesn't do it for me. I'm good. Um, this Juice World record. Yeah. With uh produced by DA got that dope again. Juice World's not terrible on the hook for what he's trying to do. Yeah. But this beat does not work for me at all. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what I didn't like about it, and I guess that was it. Well, and then the third verse, M's like, Oh, I can rap fast. And then he's like, wait a minute, I can rap even faster. And then he's like and then he's like, No, no, no. Watch. And he just he just loves to rap fast. Oh, you you went there already. What do you mean? I mean, I'm sorry. Not now. You went there. I meant to say you, um, you, uh, you were able to. Um, God, what was I gonna say? I lost my whole train of thought. Oh, you got that far in the in the song. Oh, you 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 have to. Have you not heard the end of Godzilla? 
No. Oh, that might have to happen right now on this show. All right, I'm pu- I've got the Eminem I'm already pulled. Fantastic. I can swallow a bottle of alcohol. You fast forward here. The fat beats with a maxi single. Look at my rap sheet. What attracts these people is my gangster bitch like a patchy with a catchy jiggle. I stack chips. You better got a half eat Cheeto. Fill him with the venom and eliminate him. Other words, I'm going to murder it again. Nobody will have been a killer. And double the fucking bodies in a little. No! Nobody who wanted with the pen and frame. Don't nobody want it. They're going to get it anyway. I'm beginning to feel like I'm mentally ill. I'm telling killer. Be killed. I'm a killer. Be the vanilla gorilla. You're bringing a killer with me out of me. You don't want to be the enemy. You're the demon who enemies. Even enemy. What's stupidity? It'd be every bit of me. The epitome of a spitter when I'm in the vicinity. Motherfucker, you better duck. You finna be dead the minute you run into me. 100% of you was a fifth of a percent of me. I'm not the fucking finish. You bitch, I'm available. You want to battle? I'm available. I'm blowing a blanket and flame. He's just gone. I'm unavoidable. I'm unavoidable. I'm on the toilet bowl. I got a trailer full of money and I'm paid for. I'm not afraid to pull them. Man, stop. Look what I'm planning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then it was a then it was a callback to that uh the Chris Daly or whatever uh, uh video that went viral. Yeah. I'm pissed. Like what? that really makes me mad. <laughs> you didn't even know. I didn't, and I didn't need to know. I'm kind of <laughs> upset at you for telling me. That. <laughs> it's like you think he's rapping fast. You're like, all right, he's doing the other thing. He's like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Get ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, Man. you know, or, you know on, you're listening to slow jams and it's like, you know, only Twister can rap that fast, you know? Yeah. Do it fast, baby. Oh, man. <sighs> that makes me mad. Because the reason why it makes me mad, because now I know there are a bunch of rappers. Because it's not even white rappers anymore. No? No, 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 no. That's a universal thing now. It's a bunch of y'all rapping fast now. White, black, Spanish, eight, like everybody. It is a whole, we are the world of unnecessarily fast raps. And I'm tired of it. Now I'm imagining like a, a song for charity. And it's just everybody trying to rap faster than everybody else. Uh, I can definitely hear. Logic's on that. Logic's definitely rapping Machine fast Kelly. on the other world. Yes. Eminem. Yes. You think they bring Twista in just to be like, I was rapping fast before all of you? Yeah, he's the OG. Right. I mean, but J.I.D. and Reason are on that too. Sure. Yep, they're rapping fast. Yep. <laughs> Dang, that's trash. Okay. Speaking of, speaking of, uh, well, boy, this Darkness record. Um, <sighs> produced by M, Luis Resto, and Royce. Um, you know, M M tries to set the two ver- the first two verses up so you think he's talking about himself, right? Like like he's about to go on stage, but then he pulls the aha, and he uh you know he switches it up, and it's pretty obvious that he's taking the perspective of the guy who who shot up the concert in Vegas in 2017. And then you know, in case you didn't get it, he he's like got sound effects of people screaming and getting shot out in the third verse, which is. Okay, that's a choice. Um, no, man, it was honestly like I've heard a lot of like raps for attention, shock raps, whatever. This was I was actually just like, come on, man, like really? Yeah. You know, and he's trying to call attention to try to get like to promote gun control, which is like laudable, but like, so like the way you're gonna get people to hopefully like <laughs> to to take gun control seriously is you're gonna like you're gonna rap from the perspective of this guy and then like have sound effects of people getting shot and like screaming and like no i don't know like and the thing is like it got a little bit of attention when it came out but like nobody's talking about this song it's go it's not like it's like sticking with the culture in any way right i mean do you you know why you this is the guy who made guilty conscience oh yeah. So I'm not surprised. He's white America. Uh, what was the record? Mosh. Mosh. He's 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 taken uh, stances. Oh, he's taken stances before. But yeah. like, I, th- oh. I just think Eminem has no credibility with the current culture. Did- I think he has. I think he has name recognition. But I think like the latter part of his career, because he has refused to adapt to like this new age. Like, I think that has done him the biggest disservice in the world. Now he's able to be dismissed very easily. There's nobody in his world who could listen to this for him and say, nah, man, you might be, you might be missing the boat. He's got nobody? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a Skylar Gray song on here that sounds exactly how you think it sounds. Yep. 
How do you feel about uh yeah yeah or yeah yeah? Oh uh, yeah yeah. You know I don't like it the way everybody else does. I don't. I, what on earth is happening with this beat? This yeah. beat is terrible. I do want to shout out Royce for starting his verse with bum stiggity bum stiggity bum. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But I didn't even get to Black Thought or Q-Tip. Oh, Black Thought actually gives it like a good, honest effort. Like he's rapping. Of course, of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. He, now everybody's rapping. gonna be mad at me for being like dismissive of the Black Thought verse. It's fine. Uh, but I'm not listening to this ever again. Yeah, nah. I I think you gonna learn does a better job of doing whatever y'all y'all mm. was supposed to do. Mm. Can I tell you, I was so excited to see that there was an Alchemist production credit on here. I'm sure you were. And then I turned on Stepdad and I was like, this is the Alchemist beat? I mean... It's not the worst I've heard. Um, I don't know. The song's pretty bad. (laughs) He's rapping about his stepdad like he's an angry 16-year-old, which is generally kind of the Eminem vibe. Um, Yeah. And he's got a euthanasia, youth in Asia line on here in case you want to get a sense of where he's at lyrically. Um, it's pretty bad. Him also watches a lot of battle rap from 2012. <laughs> a lot. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, Marsh. Um, this is just bad. Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm done with the album at this point. Yeah. Um, did you listen to Never Love Again? Uh, I mean, I skimmed the whole album. So did you yeah. get to the beat switch? No. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> hold on. All right, hold on. Let's pull it up. Okay. You still it's no excuse to abuse you, but no one knows what I'm going through. Okay, wait. He definitely wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm play this again. Be with anybody, I choose you. Still it's no excuse to abuse you, but no one knows what I'm That's 100% an LL Cool J line. Mm. That is a girl. Oh girl. Alright, let's so I use you just want me for my separation anxiety. Go sideways, I just knew was mine. Yeah. We were separate. In these motions, I be broken. Like a drop of rain in the ocean. You're my fix on the days when I'm broken. But the shit's about to go. Sorry, he brought up some 2000 Swizzy sense for a sec. It was great. The way I loved you. Oh god, you could turn this off. Nah, you, I'm already in now. And of course he raps along with the, Oh my god. <laughs> those are some those are some that's like that's like P Killer 2000. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything no. I was super surprised to see Don Tolliver on here. Um, but no. Um, how did you Don feel Cannon? about <laughs> No, Don Tolliver. I like Don Tolliver. Okay. It's Travis's boy, right? Yeah. I mean, I should okay. say I like that one record that he did on Travis's album. Um, how did you feel about the uh Slaughterhouse but not Slaughterhouse reunion? Um And then M was M dropped some uh dropped a couple diss lines, didn't he? He called oh. Joe, he called Joe Trader Joe. I mean, Crooked Eye said, Abra, I go ham for dead presidents, which, pfft, where do I even start? Um, Wait, what? <laughs> he has a line that says, Abra, I go ham for dead presidents. Boy. I don't get it. Like Abraham, dead presidents. No, Abra, I go ham. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Oh, I'm so mad. I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. What is uh, what's wrong with y'all, man? <laughs> Jesus. Okay. No, no. We're not doing this today. We're not doing this. So, he, so he's taking shots on this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he, took, he took some shots. And yeah, I just... Yeah, nah. Do you think the other? Do you think the other former members of Slaughterhouse? Wait, is Slaughterhouse still like, still a thing? Is it former members, current members? They're they're still technically signed to Shady. <laughs> and Joe was like, "I'm not doing anything Slaughterhouse related unless it's completely independent." And the rest of the the other three are like, "We still want to do Shady stuff." Well, so they're pretty much stuck. I got that beat stuck in my head, Doc. Like you are not a good friend. <laughs> You are not a good friend to me. <laughs> it's for the show. 
God, that was terrible. It's for the people. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, for the people. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> anyway, um, it's not a good album. It's not, but it's not. Um, people were like, "Oh, this is fun." Like it, it wasn't. It wasn't like funny bad, and it wasn't like cringy bad either. Oh, it was definitely cringy bad. It was just like I didn't need this bad. I think that was. I think that was the thing that like kept me from listening to it. Because it's like, I, I don't need this. I do not need this album. Why, why do I have it? Why are you trying to give it to me? And why am I listening to it? I mean, we listen to it, you know. I, I, when new stuff comes out, I'm like, all right, why? Like, maybe it's just I'm in habit from, from, from the show. I don't know. But it's just like, yeah, let's give it a chance. Let's see. <sighs> I know. I, 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 I desire your time, Doc. <laughs> I desire to have as much time as you do. Or you're, no, no, not, not to say that because we no. all have the same 24 hours. But I desire to have the desire to make time for things like that because you make time for those things. It's really jarring when you're at the gym and then you just, this really bad Eminem song comes on your headphones and you're just like, you're <laughs> frantically like putting the weights down so you can hit skip. Um, <laughs> those stints come in and you're just like, oh no. Jesus. God, that was terrible. It's pretty bad. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.